Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Vimal Panjwani, uh, founder of AgriVijay, empowering farmers with uh, renewable energy. Uh, Vimal is a graduate of Symbiosis Institute of uh, International Business and has worked for companies such as uh, Bistleri, Agribolo, Ugao, uh, Sistema Bio uh, before starting his own venture in 2020. Hi, Vimal. Welcome to ELI. Yeah. Hi. Thank you, Priya, for uh, allowing me to share my thoughts and uh, the vision about agriculture. Uh, I uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Yes. So basically, uh, I am a BTEC uh, and an MBA agribusiness graduate from Symbiosis. And uh, after that, I have an industry experience of around uh, nine years. I have worked with various multinational companies and organizations. And uh, having built around uh, three startups for other founders in the agri-tech social impact space, uh, I come from a, a background where I'm more inclined towards uh, agri-tech and social impact uh, and working on ground. And I have been uh, into commercial uh, angle or perspective. I've been uh, starting the commercial uh, departments for various organizations from zero to the peak where they are today and as, as they have grown as a brand. So. Uh, uh, after that, I thought uh, we'll do something of my own. And in COVID, we witnessed the wave of startup, and uh, we realized that it's it's a high uh, uh, demand of becoming independent now. So uh, we got an idea that uh, farmers were depending dependent on fossil fuels for long now, like firewood and diesel. If you realize, even today they are dependent on that. So uh, my mother was always inclined towards doing something in terms of commercial uh, aspect. So we decided to venture into a startup ecosystem with AgriVijay. Now tell us about AgriVijay. What is uh, uh, the problem statement that you're solving with this venture? So the problem has always been there. Uh, to be honest, the problem has always been there. Now, farmers were, uh, have always been dependent on fossil fuels. So if you go to any farmer's uh, uh, farm or to visit any farmer, you will find a diesel genset uh, lying there because uh, it will run the electric water pump. It will run their agri equipments, which requires electricity or requires an energy access on the farm. And uh, you will also witness firewood used by a rural woman, which is used for cooking purposes. So these two fossil fuel will you will always witness in any uh, farmer's uh, household or a rural household or or any vicinity which in, involves farmer uh, or agriculture perspective mm -hmm. so when i when i thought that the dependency is huge and in in what happened in uh, covid era uh, uh, since i i have worked with the farmers very closely on ground uh, i got few calls from the farmers and they were saying that it was very difficult to get a diesel uh, in the COVID times because lockdown happened and they were not able to move uh, out for diesel. So the moment you are not able to get the diesel for your diesel, then that means you cannot run your electric water pumps, which you used to run four to five hours a day. Hence, you you are ready to invest of around uh, thousand rupees a day to diesel, but you are not able to get it because of the lockdown situation. So I, I realized that this situation can occur in the future as well. And we have a huge dependency on uh, uh, diesel, fossil fuel. And if you realize being an ag agrarian economy, if all 65% population, the rural population is dependent on fossil fuels such as diesel and uh, firewood, 
that means we are not only contributing to the uh, uh, global warming we are also dependent on that so the expenditure is going the environment is being harmed so lots of negative impacts you can see in this particular activity which is a part of the lifestyle of any farmer or a rural household so i i i decided why not club renewable energy for agriculture and nobody is thinking about if you talk about even if you talk about agri tech space you will listen about lots of people working in the last mile deliveries uh, forward linkages uh, ai or ml techniques to find out uh, or to save the money on the loss food loss the quality even at the expose or data analytics but nobody is working on the renewable energy side for agriculture so i did, i thought there is a need there is a demand and let's club renewable energy for agriculture and we decided to venture out agri with it and uh, i think uh, since my mother is also coming with an experience of 30 plus years in the government of rajasthan we decided to why not uh, venture it out and uh, work in the rajasthan state and maharashtra state uh, uh, with the farmers dedicatedly for renewable energy for agriculture because uh, understanding the energy needs of farmers has never been done nobody has actually thought about it what is the energy need of a farmer if i need a 5 kilowatt of energy to run my electrical or agriculture equipments i need that energy and if i am not getting that energy my agriculture activity gets uh, you know it suffers so i think that that's the vision we decided uh, to have a, a platform where farmers can actually go and talk about the energy needs and they can have all the products which are meant for agriculture in terms of renewable energy on a single platform which is not there if you go in the market even amazon doesn't sell a solar water pump or a biogas system so that's the beauty of uh, agrivijay as a startup and as a platform and how are you solving this problem in a uh, from a technology standpoint uh, what is the underlying uh, technology you are using so what has happened is uh, if you see renewable energy startup space uh, lots of renewable energy startups have come but they have failed to scale and grow despite the innovation has been good and uh, a, a very you can say technologically very advanced the reason is that many founders or many uh, technical people who become founders of that particular renewable energy technology or startup they are not a commercial people to sell it or the pitch it right way to farmers or to any consumer person so uh, when i started my uh, uh, journey as a uh, india sales head for my previous uh, company systema.bio as a biogas company i realized uh, when i joined there i i found that uh, like we were sitting on zero sales and when you sit on a zero sales you 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 know that uh, biogas is a product which is not being sold in the, in the country as a product so we decided i will venture out biogas as a product just like an lpg because Uh, farmer consider lpg as a product he goes and buys lpg cylinder he consider firewood as a product he goes and uh, collect the firewood or buy the firewood so until and unless biogas becomes as a product in that line we cannot pitch it so when i did that i was able to sell uh, or have a base of around 6000 biogas digesters in india in b2b and b2c so i realized there is a potential the only thing is we are not pitching the product right the product is right the technologically technology is and we have lots of innovators and startups in india you will find 
ample of people uh, innovating in solar drying, solar water pumps, uh, biogas digesters, biogas uh, uh, slurry makers, uh, slurry manager managers. So these products exist. It's just that they never reach to the last mile farmer because there is a gap of understanding. So the conversation has never happened. So uh, I think what uh, uh, technologically, if you talk about, we are inclined towards it. We want these startups, these technologies, these innovations to be available for these farmers and to make them available. So what we are doing is we are partnering with lots of startups and companies and with our marketing intelligence, we are developing content and the conversation around it so that farmer can actually talk about it because until unless you are not having a conversation about renewable energy, you will never understand what is my energy need and how to fulfill it. And climate change is a far, far uh, goal, which can only be attained if you become an energy renewable energy producer and a consumer at the same time. So that's the whole uh, conversation. If you talk about technology perspective in terms of agribusiness. Now, I would like to understand how it all uh, started. Like, how did you find the uh, right people to uh, take this vision forward? And uh, what were the uh, initial uh, set of activities you did uh, to uh, build this venture? So uh, I think initially when we started, we wanted few of the flagship products uh, to be uh, listed on the platform. So biogas and solar water pump were my priority priority if you talk about. So uh, we reached out to companies and startups and there were, uh, since I've worked in the industry for long, people know me and people uh, actually have a confidence in me that I'll be able to sell it. If, if nothing happens, at least I'll be able to sell it because it, it, it doesn't make sense if you're not able to sell it. Listing is just not the task we wanted to do as a startup. So uh, the challenge was since nobody has jumped into the renewable energy because the renewable energy comes with a challenge of not only selling, but also implementing. So you can sell a solar water pump, but still you need to install it and run it. So even if you sell a biogas digester, you, you need to install it and run it. So uh, I think that's why lots of agri-tech startups or lots of companies do not jump into that also. And if you talk about us, we, we have taken, actually we have actually taken a courage and a bravery act of uh, not just selling it, but also implementing it with our technical team. So uh, we started onboarding solar water pump companies. We started with Amrut Energy, Shakti Pumps, uh, uh, Crompton, Pluga, uh, Vari. So we onboarded these solar water pump companies on our platform. And uh, we also started with biogas companies such as Swachgas, uh, Toyota, Aizen. Since I've worked with Toyota, Aizen uh, in their biogas uh, project, we, we got exclusively signed, like we had an agreement uh, with them to sell their biogas project with Toyota as a uh, generator, Corimo in India. So we onboarded these companies, nine to 10 companies, and we built, built a platform. And we started, uh, like we launched the uh, uh, AgriVijay in December as a commercial entity in the market. And we started generating revenue and sales. We started discussing with these farmers uh, with support of incubators such as Indigram, AAC, ADT, Baramati Foundation, and uh, uh, Niam Agribusiness Incubator, Jaipur, CCS Niam. Uh, I think we were able to gauge the uh, interest. And since we were recognized by Startup India also, uh, uh, we have actually grown uh, in the industry. And 
since december since we have won also certain awards i think uh, uh, it gave us a boost and confidence also and for the farmers as well because the moment you get awarded by the industry people the farmer also gets confidence that this company is growing and this company is actually listening to my energy needs and serving it okay uh what is the vision you have uh, for this venture now that you have got some traction uh, i understand you'd uh, be having uh, funding as well what is the vision uh, forward what you want to build uh, out of this venture so uh, uh, the i would talk about the usp of agrivisa agrivisa usp is just not selling and listing on the platform we have a network of uh, franchisee model Uh, which is called as agrivisa renewable energy store so nobody has done that till date you will never find a renewable energy store on ground and we we have ventured out that we have uh, 17 renewable energy stores in just 4 months of our operation commercial operations i think uh, that's the way out we want to have these renewable energy stores as much uh, penetrated in all the villages across these states we are working so that whenever farmer uh, has a need uh, has an energy need and he wants to become energy independent and contribute to the climate change increase his savings he can just visit to that renewable energy store discuss his energy needs and get the product which matches his energy needs whether it's a solar inverter or a biogas or a biogas genset or a wind turbine so he will discuss these uh, his energy needs and he will get his product not just getting sold but delivered and implemented so these uh, renewable energy stores are actually the vision of agrivisa we want to have uh, thousands of renewable energy stores uh, across these states and villages in the future and uh, it will not only uh, help the farmers become energy independent but also the rural entrepreneurs the local rural business owners to you know venture out a different product category which not only help them uh, create their image which is also good for the society but also for the environment and the conscious of selling see uh, everyone does business in terms of uh, earning for for bread and butter everyone does the business but uh, the moment you uh, sell a product which is Im- uh, impacting the whole society or ecosystem you actually have a conscious of uh, getting into more and more uh deep into that business i think that kind of business renewable energy store model is and we focus on that in the future to proliferate all the products across these states because um, if you visit any village today even today uh, not even one farmer is aware of about the solar inverter or a biogas genset or a biogas digester so the knowledge absence is huge until unless this is resolved you cannot sell a product you cannot generate a demand let's talk about uh, recruitment how do you find talent for your venture so uh, since i come from an uh, agri business management background i prefer people who are uh, either bsc in agriculture or uh, uh, mba in agri business because uh, uh, if you don't understand farmer and agriculture you will never understand uh, how how what are the pain points of the farmer and how we are resolving the pain points uh, with renewable energy so uh, that's a priority so we are recruiting uh, people from uh, agri business management colleges such as uh, my own college embassies institute of international business for internships uh, for final placements we have hired people from uh, various institutes such as uh, vamnicom and uh, various agri agriculture institutes uh, located in baramati and in maharashtra uh, 
because we are working in that region we are also hiring uh, in rajasthan from uh, agriculture institutes in bikaner and jaipur what are the different challenges you have been facing or you have already faced uh, while building and growing this venture so i think the biggest challenge is to uh, uh, because since it's a very niche market and it's a niche uh, sector and uh, renewable energy has never been considered as part of the agritech ecosystem uh, either it's a separate entity uh, as a clean tech uh, space or a green tech space but when you club it from uh, renewable energy with agriculture it becomes the borderline of agritech and clean tech space so uh, i think the major challenge is to convince people around it uh, uh, the investors are still observing it that the people are still observing it uh, when we started uh, nobody believed that we will grow nobody believed that this idea is good or uh, uh, implementable uh, i think uh, we have proved them wrong and that gives us confidence also uh the uh, the other challenge was uh, uh in any renewable energy spaces uh having a skilled workforce because you will never find a ready made skilled force in the market the people who have worked in the renewable energy hence you have to hire people train them build them as a team and make a skilled workforce specific to agrivisor or any renewable energy or agri tech startup so uh, that's the challenge and we are working on that we are hiring people we are training rigorously uh, uh, every month on month and every week uh to the team we have hired and we whenever we hire we uh, i personally try to train them and build them as a skilled workforce uh the challenges uh, i think majorly if you talk about in this uh, will be these two and we are overcoming that by working hard and we are actually pushing uh, our limits to become a become a valuable agritech startup in this space and uh, since we have grown in the covid uh, era i think we have proved our metal that Uh, if we can grow in covid era i think uh, the things when things are normal we will grow to uh, x times the expectations of the investor the speed up execution requires funding have you raised funds so far so uh, uh, we are completely bootstrapped as of now uh, though we we are in uh, touch with lots of investors and venture capital firms and uh, they are actually uh, uh, witnessing the traction and uh, since it's covid uh, era also uh, we haven't grown much but uh, uh, we have shown uh, the signs of growth uh, especially in covid times so i think uh, uh, the investors are still waiting for some traction to come on board uh, also we are in touch with lots of uh, 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 angel investors we we are in conversations with them so uh, the funding can happen in next coming six months for sure uh but uh, we also want investor on board who is inclined towards the agriculture and climate change because that's our uh, the soul of uh, agrivision and the vision of agrivision uh we have also been qualified by the uh, uh, rkvy raftar program uh, for their uh, seed uh, grant uh, uh, scheme so we we also be receiving grants from that we are also qualified for the uh, seed funding from atal innovation mission and niti aayog uh, 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 as a part of their program, since we are incubated at AACADT Baramati Foundation, so we are receiving support uh, from the government and the incubators we are incubated at, and we I think we will manage the funds as of now with the grant and seed coming in, and 
considering since six months we will grow uh, post covid era to a good uh, extent i think we will raise some good funds as well for did you pivot your uh, business model uh, along the way uh, yes so uh, uh, we had a model uh, in place uh, on paper uh, but yes there were 5 to 10% fine tuning when we implemented it uh, definitely because uh, every startup evolves also over the period of time and i think we are now in a shape where we want to continue with that shape without any fine tuning and uh, since we have grown in covid times as i said these are the most toughest or challenging times you can ever witness uh, so if you see or witness a growth in these challenging times that means we have something that is allowing us to grow so i don't want to now fine tune the model uh, much so we want to continue this model and uh, we want to uh, replicate this everywhere we go tell us about uh, some instances where you have uh, failed as an entrepreneur so uh, uh, considering uh, every startup has has their own uh, hiccups and uh, what i failed uh, i would say is uh, since renewable energy in the initial stage requires a good amount of working capital and since we we are a bootstrap startup by uh, wanted to do uh, and i wanted to implement certain things and i wanted to have a skilled workforce in the initial space because to have a good foundation you need a good team uh, to uh, have it on your side so uh, i think the major challenge which has come from me is, is, is on the funding side because you need good money to hire good quality uh, workforce at least even if you have to train them you need people who can actually grasp and learn fast and that comes as a, at a cost and uh, right now we cannot afford that so i think i i failed to uh, impress the investors in the initial phase because uh, seed funding was was i was looking at uh, considering the growth we have witnessed uh, and we have we have been awarded by fiki and we have won many uh, various awards as well i was hoping that i, I will get a seed funding but uh, uh, that has come as a challenge and i think i have failed on that side i would consider because i was not able to impress investors and venture capitals in the initial stage despite having a unique idea and uh, being appreciated by the industry so i think uh, that's the failure i would say uh, i won't uh, i won't rate it as a failure but i would rate it as a learning come failure kind of thing can you give us some instances where you have witnessed compounding effect uh, in your venture uh, i think uh, uh, the franchising model uh, which we which we have talked uh, uh, it has uh, actually shown me uh, a compounding effect uh, all of a sudden and um, i was just uh, one day ago i was discussing with one of the investor we have 17 franchises in 4 months uh that too spread it across in the states of maharashtra and rajasthan uh and that too in villages i think uh, that has actually made me realize that we have some compounding effect on the on that front and uh, i think uh, we want to replicate that in the future as well because that's the growth trajectory agrivijay is actually witnessing uh, on ground so uh, vimal uh, coming to the final question uh, i would like to understand what are the interesting lessons you have learned as an entrepreneur which can shorten the learning curve of other entrepreneurs out there okay i think uh, there are various learnings as an entrepreneur i would say uh, 
first is definitely persistence if you are if you are not having persistence you should never become an entrepreneur because you require uh, certain elements uh, you can say you you need a bravery to face the challenges to face uh, a, a no every day to face a face the rejection because until unless you don't have the stamina or the uh, capacity to face the rejection uh, i think you should na- not become an entrepreneur because after becoming an entrepreneur you will face rejections from the clients from the investors uh, from the team around there will be it will be difficult to retain talent and lots of stuff happening so you should never become an entrepreneur if you don't have the stamina to listen a no the first thing is that the second is i would say is whenever you want to plan to become an entrepreneur you are an entrepreneur you should have a 12 months funds uh, always kept in the kitty because uh, uh, when you do that you actually are prepared for a times like covid because even if you are not uh, generating any revenue or business you have to feed your team you have to maintain your team uh, and retain your team so i think that those funds in the kitty will help you out uh, and the third is Uh, 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 the entrepreneur life is a, is a 24 month life you you cannot uh, be an entrepreneur if you don't want to live a 24 by 7 life because uh, uh, as an entrepreneur you have to work around uh, with investors with partners with teams uh, everything and if you are tied up with your 10 to 12 working lifestyle i think it will be uh, a challenge for you to make a startup which you want to grow to an speed you want to grow to become an unicorn in the future so i um, think that will be my learnings well thanks for the uh, uh, wonderful learnings and for sharing with uh, with us uh, it was a great pleasure to host you here at tli thanks for your time vimal uh, and our best wishes for agribiche thank you priya thank you so much for having me and thank you eli team for listening to me and uh, propagating the visions of agri vijay which is empowering farmers with renewable energy thank you